Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We as human beings are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 104 of Navigating the Modern World. Today, we are going to talk about relationships. Y'all, we're going to talk about relationships because I have been having some massive ahas in relationship and around relationship and and I want to say that this is for intimate relationships but this could also totally be for platonic relationships and this podcast specifically is I want to navigate it around when relationship feels challenging or when relationship feels hard and I have had the story in my life that relationships are my point of growth because none of them have seemed to come easily even my closest friendships um there's been some bit of tension or um or i have you know i've lost really good friends as well in this lifetime and so what i'm clear about is that if a relationship feels challenging or if a relationship feels hard that there are more than likely two things at play, and those two things are what we're going to talk about today. So the first thing that I want to talk about, and I want to really offer that you listen to these words with an open mind, with a beginner's mind. So really being willing to investigate it for yourself. So I'm reading a book called conversations with God. And if you've never read it, it is amazing. And I would highly suggest it to anybody who feels inclination toward a spiritual path, whether you're Buddhist or Christian or anything. (laughs) Um, It doesn't matter what you, what word you want to put to your religion. Um, This book is truly profound. And as I'm reading it, so much is coming up, which is what happens to me. I read something and then I my intention always when reading something or listening to something is that I chew it for myself and I really discern for myself what feels true and what I want to be currently working with. And right now relationship is really prominent for me because I've, you know, I've been in some, some relationships since my divorce, but really I've spent the majority of my time alone and, um, or in relationships that don't feel like they're going anywhere or could go anywhere. It's really interesting. I have found myself attracting men where I can't really be with them. And that's been a really fascinating thing to look at, but we're not going to, we're not going to dive into that today, but we are going to dive into what two aspects that have relationships feel really challenging and hard. And the first thing I want to bring up is when we enter into intimate relationship or close relationship with another person. A lot of times we 
are looking for something in that relationship. We think that this person, we want something in our life, right? Maybe connection or intimacy or sex or um, marriage or children, whatever it is. We want something. We want a home. uh, We want to settle down, you know, whatever it is. And we're wanting something, which is we'll get to in a second, but we're really looking for something in this person. And we have the belief that if we enter into the relationship, whether it's a friendship or a partnership, we have this belief that if we enter into the partnership, that we will in some way be fulfilled in the way that we are desiring to be fulfilled. And it's really, it's, you know, as far as evolutionarily, it's, it's quite profound to think about that we have these drives to enter into relationship and mostly so that we can like continue on the species you know it's like it's very interesting that we have these like innate kind of wants and desires that keep us evolutionarily um intact with our job here which is to procreate right um, what some would think our job is here. I, I'm still on the fence about that, but I also don't have children. So, um, but so there's this want, right? So it starts with this want and desire. And so then we, we kind of seek out relationships. Sometimes we'll seek out friendship because I don't know, we moved to a new town and we don't really have friends. I've been kind of doing that. Or we seek out partnership because we have this, this thought that, um, that this partner, is going to fulfill something for us. And so some of my own story, I'll share my I'll share my own story. You know, my want and desire is like someone to do the hard work with, someone to someone who will love me through my most successful moments and my darkest moments, you know. Um I have this romantic idea of like trudging through this lifetime alongside somebody. And I also have this you know, want and desire and belief that having a partner makes me in some way stronger, like two is stronger than one. And so it's like, there's this idea, this want and desire to like really fulfill in my dreams and like believing that I can do it beside another person. So it it kind of like I'm entering into relationship or wanting to enter into relationship because I have these thoughts or these beliefs or these um, wants and desires about how relationship is going to in some way better my life. And I'm also clear that relationship, you know, creates different types of struggles and different types of drawbacks as well for life. And a lot of times when we enter into relationship, that is imbalanced. We focus mostly on the good, which is what keeps us in the relationship. And then eventually we have to face the drawbacks. But so you have this want, right? This desire. So mine is like um, wanting to trudge through life with somebody, having this romantic idea about what it looks like to really live a life with somebody. And then also this idea that um, my goals are in some way tied to a partner. I want to say those are just beliefs so I can begin to break them down and question them and look at them and and see, you know, kind of like, you know, the question I could ask myself is like, will a relationship really give me those things? And when I begin asking that question, like, will a relationship with somebody else really satisfy me in the way that I think and believe? You know, there's somewhat of a of a smokescreen there because I'm never quite sure. We're never quite sure what anything will bring. And that's what want and desire does. Want and desire, it actually, it kind of throws you into future thinking. It kind of throws you into this 
dangling carrot or, you know, like shiny, glimmery stuff over there, it kind of puts you in this place where you're no longer present. You're like, I really want this. So you're like seeking for this thing that you're wanting, which isn't here. It's like, it's, it's not acknowledge. It's like, um, it's like acknowledging that you're lacking something. So when you want something, you're actually the underlying want is I'm lacking and I need something. So like you wouldn't have a desire or a want if you didn't think you were lacking something. I'm going to just let that sink in. You wouldn't have a desire or a want if you didn't think you were lacking something. And so there's a way in which when we have these these wants and desires of a partner that we're actually not being present. We're actually like in some future fantasy of like that relationship over there will give me this thing. And the smoke screen is that the smoke screen is that we don't have it already. Like there's this some belief that it's going to be over there when I get this thing or achieve that thing or or, you know, own that house or have those babies. Like there's the smoke screen is that something outside of you will actually fulfill you. And it makes relationship feel hard because then you get into relationship and you're like, what? Wait, wait, what? You don't fulfill every single thing that I thought or, or, you know, I'm not always feeling happy and connected or, um, or, or you don't want to trudge through with me through this thing, right? We, we, the other person can't meet all of those wants all the time. And then, you know, we begin to question the relationship. Is this, is this the right relationship? Maybe it's the wrong relationship, right? We go through this, like this, like discernment because we, we don't, we don't realize that there's a smoke screen at play. That every time we want and desire something, we're looking for something outside of ourselves to fulfill something within ourselves. And it just can't. It literally just can't. Nothing outside of ourselves will ever give us what we're looking for. Nothing outside of ourselves will ever give us what we're looking for. It might give us a small dose of what we're looking for. So we might get into relationship and we feel, you know, wanted for a short amount of time. And then the other person can't always make us feel wanted. So then we stop feeling wanted and then we begin to question the relationship, right? It's, it's this kind of like roller coaster. And it's when we're not living in the reality of what a relationship is, then we ride the roller coaster and it makes relationship feel really hard. And so what is relationship then, right? What is a relationship for? What is the point of relationship? And I'm going to offer a perspective that I'm going to say is not absolute truth. And I think that it could be really beautifully inspected for yourself. And in inspecting it, I would be really curious about what comes up. So this is what I've been inspecting. And this is the perspective that I want to offer that relationship actually is. So we have this thought that we're wanting this this thing over here. We're wanting relationship will give us this thing. And sometimes it's connection. Sometimes it's intimacy. Sometimes it's courage to truly live your life, whatever it is. And I have really found that relationship is actually, we, we yearn for relationship because we actually yearn to know the truth. And 
And I'm going to state that the truth is, is like knowing our wholeness or getting closer and closer to what I would say is actual love, like the way that God loves us or the universe loves us or, um, you know, whatever terms feel best for you. And we really want to experience that wholeness. We really want to experience the unconditional love that we are kind of taught and shown that God, the creator, you know, even like Buddha, like understanding that wholeness. I think that wholeness is, could be also like the words could be transcribed between wholeness and love, like true unconditional love. It's the state of being. It's like, um, it's a state that's always here wholeness, love. And we want to really experience that love. We want to know it. We want to bump up against it. And we get glimpses of it, right? We get glimpses of it maybe when we're at church or when we are falling in love or when we're with our family or when we're holding a new child or when we're with baby animals, right? We get these, this feeling, the sensation of love. And I believe that we enter into relationship to really, because we think that that's what it's going to give us. It's going to give us our wholeness. This person and me, we can really create something. We can really, you know, be like love. We can learn unconditional love. Like we, we believe that the relationship is what's going to give us that love. And here's the difference in perspective. I believe we enter into relationship because we're seeking to know that real love. We're seeking to know our own wholeness. And where we can get confused is to think that the relationship is what will give it to us. And what I want to point to is that the relationship is just a pointer. It's a way to begin to bump into, a way to um, point us in the direction of this universal love. It's kind of like this. It's like it's like the relationship is oh has always been that unconditional true love wholeness everything is actually that so it's the relationship it's it's you know the people you meet on the street it's you know even like the small things like the coffee you drink the clothes you wear like everything actually has this universal love and unconditional love and this wholeness integrated into it because everything is that it's kind of like the universe of the energy like or the the u- energy of the universe like it's always here nothing has ever been taken away from us nothing will ever be taken away from us it's always here we just don't always see it and we're really seeking for it we don't realize that everything that we do we're seeking to find that we're seeking to bump up against that we're seeking to really know that experience to really know our own wholeness and greatness and to really know our own magnificence like in the mirror of god or the energy of the universe or you know like in buddhism our oneness with everything we're really seeking to to experience that and we get confused because we think this partner is what's going to give us that but really what the partnership is for is to help us bump into it and this comes from the idea that every single thing that a human does is a, is either expressed in this love or in in fear in love or in fear in love or in fear an intimate close relationship whether with friends family partnership we bump against the ways that we express in fear. We bump up against the ways that we have sharp edges. 
We bump up against the ways in which um, we're unskillful or maybe we're hurtful. We bump up against all of these ways of being that we are that keep us from that experience of true wholeness or true unconditional love or seeing and being with and understanding the experience of the love of God. And we enter into relationship thinking that that's going to be it and that's going to give us what we're looking for. And really what it ends up doing is it just bumps us up against all of the barriers that we have to that love. But if we're not aware that that's what the relationship is meant to do, and we think that this person's going to fulfill our wants and desires and needs, and then they can, so we exit out of the relationship, right? This is like, in my opinion, why relationships end is because you're like, oh, this isn't giving me what I want. The sex isn't hot enough. Or, um, you know, this person has some dark sides that I don't want to deal with, right? It's like we begin to bump up against things and we don't want to have to look. We just think that it it should fulfill us in the way it should fulfill us. And if it doesn't, then we're out. And it can make relationship feel very hard and very challenging. When if we can take the perspective that I'm entering into this relationship by choice, because I want to bump up against the things that will help me move closer and closer to my wholeness. And if I'm not bumping in up against things that are showing me my darker sides, if I'm not bumping up against things that are bringing out the challenges or the ways that I distract from life or the ways that I avoid from life or the ways that I'm reactive to life or the ways that I, you know, act in the world in fear, if if we don't bump up against things that show those parts of ourselves, then you know, there's no place to really work on them, which for me has been kind of the, you know, not to say me being single that there hasn't been the darker stuff arising because it does, but it doesn't arise in the same way. I can kind of get away with some of my darker things because it's just like, oh, I, you know, I did that unskillful thing, but nobody really saw it or nobody's here to hold me accountable or nobody's here, you know, nobody really, nobody else is here like really caring um, what I'm doing sort of situation like I can I can kind of give myself excuses when I'm single but when you're in a relationship or you're intimate and close with another you really in some way are being face to face yourself and this person that you're bumping up against is the mirror for how how you're interacting with the world and for me I can see it because when I begin to enter into you know intimate relationships all of my insecurities come out. All of my fear comes out. And I have to face it. If I want to continue with the relationship and really begin to break down these fears and break down these barriers that I have to being seen or to wanting to look good all the time or to wanting to be liked or to people pleasing, to you know, to not being truly who I am, then I have to bump up against something that's going to show me those things. And yesterday I um I was at a coffee shop and I ran into somebody that I knew which is crazy to me. Um somebody that I actually met in Denver. And um and he was saying, you know, the more free you are, the more other people are free. The more you are walking truly in your path, the more that you inspire others to walk in their path. And I truly believe that. 
And I think that being in an intimate relationship, you know, really puts the ways that you hide from life in your face. You cannot hide from them. It is the gift of relationship. And I think it's also why we're meant to live in community. And I think once we get to a certain point of our spiritual journey and we can, you know, we could go live in a cave and, and we still will um, encounter those darker parts of ourselves for sure, without a doubt, they will arise even in our aloneness and in some way relationship kind of, um, it kind of speeds up the process in that you you're forced right in that moment to really deal with whatever is arising if you want the relationship to continue and you know most people exit out of the relationship because they're not willing to do that looking they're not willing to do the looking they're not willing to look at like oh that was unskillful or oh that was hurtful or oh I can see myself shutting down and um, in the book, Conversations with God, I want to read you what it says, the differences. So it says, fear is the energy which contracts, it closes down, it draws in, it runs, it hides, it hoards, it harms. Love is the energy which expands, it opens up, sends out, stays, reveals, shares, and heals. Fear wraps our bodies in clothing. Love allows us to stand naked. Fear clings to and clutches all that we have. Love gives all that we have away. Fear holds close. Love holds dear. Fear grasps. Love lets go. Fear rankles. Love soothes. Fear attacks. Love amends. And when we enter into relationships, really saying like, okay, this relationship is meant to point me closer to God, closer to spirit, closer to truth, closer to my wholeness. And I'm entering into this relationship by choice. Like I'm choosing to enter into a relationship. And every day it's going to be a choice to continue to stay to continue to bump up against the harder things, to continue to face these harder, darker places. And it's it's like when we choose the relationship, we choose to be in it because we know that it is the pointer to what's real. It's not what's real and it is what's real, right? Everything is real. Everything is the truth. Everything is wholeness. Yet we don't really have eyes to see it that way yet. Like, if we were to maybe live in truth all the time, we could really see that that person is wholeness and every interaction is wholeness and every interaction is holy and sacred, right? But instead, we were like, oh, we're fighting. I don't like this. And we run away from it or whatever the scenario is. And so if we can really like enter into the relationship, like this is pointing me to the wholeness, this bumping up against this person and their quirks and their annoyances and their habits, me bumping up against it is going to continue to point me toward truth, toward my own wholeness, toward their wholeness. Then the relationship becomes a catalyst. The relationship becomes a vehicle with which, within which you move closer together towards truth. 
where two people are choosing to be in relationship together and two people are choosing to do the work together so that they can together move closer to truth. It's, it's understanding that this person can never be the thing that makes me whole because I am already whole. And by me bumping up against them, I can get closer to knowing that truth in my deepest parts of my being. I can remember who I truly am by bumping up against them. And as they bump up, up, bump up against us, you know, our only job is to love. And everything that we do, we either are doing in love or fear. And it's okay if you do things in fear. The thing is, is to acknowledge it. Or like, oh, I really did that in fear and I want to come from a place of love. And we can, in each moment, we can choose. We can re-choose love. We can re-choose love. It's the awareness that we've chosen fear that then gives us the choice to re-choose love. And I really love the idea that, that I no longer have to think that this person will provide something for me. That I actually have the thing that I'm looking for right here. And in order for me to find it, I can choose to bump into somebody else. And I can choose to be in this intimate setting with somebody else as a pathway to remembering that. And so the two things, I just want to recap because I kind of went all over the place and um, I think that it's important to kind of put things in parameters for certain listeners. So the two things that can make relationship feel really hard is wanting something out of the relationship and thinking truly that that will, that thing that we're wanting that the other person will fulfill. And when we have that belief, it makes relationship hard because it's, it's a, it's a belief in fear. The fear is, is that something about me is not whole and that I must find something outside of me to give me that wholeness. And the second thing that can make a relationship really hard is, is really not being in the awareness of what a relationship actually is, which is a pathway or a vehicle within which two people are choosing to be together to move toward this greater good. When we think that the relationship is anything else, like when we think the relationship will fulfill our wants or desires, when we think the relationship will in some way make us happy or content or peaceful, when we think that the relationship will do anything other than be a vehicle that we are choosing to be in. Choosing. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. Relationship is a choice. Whenever we realize that it's a choice, and it's the vehicle within which to remember, then when the love kind of comes and goes, right? Because love comes and goes between two people because it's, we're not quite, we're not quite evolved enough or enlightened enough to really like unconditionally love someone all the time. Because then we would be completely in wholeness and we would completely be enlightened and we would completely know the truth about spirit, God, universe, whatever you want to call it. And so 
we can really be in relationship in the ebbs and flow of love and less love, you know, chasing, pulling away, love, less love, closeness, less closeness, more intimacy, less intimacy, like all the actual ebbs and flows that exist within a relationship. We can really be with those without it meaning anything because we know that whatever we're bumping up against is exactly what we're meant to bump up against in order to continue to the path of truth. And we can really just be in the reality of a relationship like, okay, right now there's less closeness. It doesn't mean anything. And this is what less closeness feels like. And in what way am I creating this less closeness? And in what way am I contributing to there not being love here, but maybe there's fear? What is the fear at play here? Maybe the fear at play is when there's less closeness that the relationship will end or. And I want to just end with a quote from this book. It's so good, you guys. It's just so good. So for the first thing you worry about after saying I love you is whether you'll hear it back. And if you hear it back, then you begin immediately to worry that the love you have just found, you will lose. And so all action becomes a reaction, defense against loss, even as you seek to defend yourself against the loss of God. Yet if you knew who you are, that you are the most magnificent, the most remarkable, the most splendid being God ever created, you would never fear. For who could reject such wondrous magnificence? Not even God could find fault in such a being. But you do not know who you are, and you think you are a great deal less. And where did you get the idea of how much less than magnificent you are? It's just so beautiful. It's um, it's like it's also like the quote from A Course in Miracles: "Like nothing real can ever be lost. Everything real is eternal." And I think we're all seeking to know what's eternal. And what will live past these bodies, you know, like what will still be when we die? What was here before we were born? We really are longing for truth. And everything we bump up against, it doesn't matter if it's relationship, it doesn't matter if it's your career, it doesn't matter if it's driving down the road and there's some angry driver, it doesn't matter what you're bumping up against. Everything is the pathway to understanding and to finding and to seeking that truth. And if anything in this podcast or anything in any other podcast has ever spoken to you or has ever touched your heart, please go over to iTunes on your computer and rate and review this podcast and know that you are not alone, that I too am here with you on this journey. Until next time.